right, everyone. Welcome to the first edition of the Coast to Coast podcast. I'm Liam, your moderator, and let me introduce yourself to the two co-hosts. Right, should I go first? I'll go first. All right, I'm gonna, I'm about to change this email real quick so you guys uh, don't have my student email, so I don't expose myself. But I'm Carson. Obviously, you can tell. I go to CSULB, and uh, all of us are some high school buddies, and we're ready to talk some fancy football for y'all. I'm Jose, coming at you from the Dirty Huge over here at UO. Go Ducks! And I and yeah, heading back. I'm Liam from the yeah. U at Miami. So. How about we just hop into this? So, what's going on, guys? Welcome back to a pretty crazy episode. Today marks the one-year anniversary of this podcast. Started filming it off. Uh, our I believe it was the week four recap of the 2020 uh, NFL season. It's crazy to see where we are now. Um, we'll, we'll flash the clip probably will flash before of our introductory uh, to our first episode, but we've come a long way. Uh, we got, we got mics now. We got actual places to film in. Carson's filmed in a closet. He's also filmed driving before. Yeah. But now I got, now I'm in, I'm in my actual own room for most of the yeah. time. It's I crazy. Mic, though. We're, we're hey. come up still. It's still on the come up. Don't worry. But, um, <laughs> yeah. Nah, just some crazy things that have happened over the years. I mean, we appreciate every single one of you guys that ever watched a video, ever liked a video, ever commented on a video, or even followed us on Instagram, wherever it is. We're super appreciative, you know, one year down, but we're looking to keep improving heading forward. Uh, we got a lot of stuff in the works. We got this crazy season of NFL right upon us. And uh, I think no better way uh, to look back on our one year is look at some of our worst takes and some of our best takes, because as much as we've had some pretty good takes in the past, uh, there's been some really bad ones that we've done. So how are we doing today, guys? Fantastic. I can't believe it's been a year. I remember I remember texting you guys like, I don't know. I was probably, I don't know what I was doing, but I just, it, the idea popped in my head. I was like, you, yo, like, why do we not have a podcast? Like, we, we talk about stuff that we could talk about on a podcast all the time in our group chat and whatnot. And then, man, the rest was history. So it's exciting. Uh, I just realized my mic was muted again. But, um, Chilling. Yeah, dude, I do remember that text. It was like, dude, why do we not have a podcast by now? <laughs> I mean, we, we literally spent like, what, two or three years in math class just talking about football all day. Like, Constantly bullshitting about it. Yeah. There was yeah, not like, much math going on. Like mock, yeah, exactly. Like mock drafts would drop like in what, March or April, and we'd just be like, yo, like, look at this team I just drafted. <laughs> Yeah, hundred percent. Yeah, basketball league. Oh, uh, but nah. I think it's time we hop into some of the takes. Um, obviously, um, like I said, there, there's been some really bad ones. Uh, ones that I, I caught uh, on one of our videos. Uh, some really bad. But also, <laughs> we had a lot of people riding some good teams. Um, at the time of recording, uh, Stephon Gilmore has agreed uh, in a trade to the Carolina Panthers. And one person that was really high on them even before this trade happened was Carson. Uh, in our, uh, I believe it was our draft video, Carson was talking about, you know, how he could see them progress as a team. I'll flash the clip up right now. I was able to catch it. And, but basically he talked about how he thought Terrace Marshall Jr. was a second, was even though a second round pick was a first round value, which we've seen some flashes of that so far. You know, maybe he's going to fill in that role. Robbie Anderson hasn't played. 
And he said about a 10 win team. And I, I think today uh, they can be more than just a 10 win team. Yeah. I, I said in our group chat today, I think they can be better than the Seahawks and the Niners, especially with their situations. But Carson, um, I'll let you talk on this for a second and uh, what you see going forward for this team with this take. Yeah, very, very exciting that, you know, I mean, they're three and one, you know, we're already 30% of the way there. Um, yeah, I don't know. I mean, I really liked, I, I like the idea of Darnold getting like a, a reclamation project because I mean, I, I sim, I, very similarly to like kind of what Zach Wilson is doing, like he just had so many moments on the Jets where you just like see like the kind of plays that he makes and, and you're just like, you know, he, he's not a bust. Like he's definitely not a bust. I think it's more just a, a product of, the, of his environment. And he's been playing very well in the Panthers. Then I looked at their offensive weapons. They got, like you said, Marshall Jr., J.C. Horn, uh, and, you know, all the young guys they have on their defense who all seem to be playing, you know, very well and uh, up to expectations. And then, you know, now, like, the cherry on top of this take is them getting, you know, two years removed from being a defensive player of the year and Stephon Gilmore. And I absolutely love it. it. It's just scary now that they're adding him. And, uh, yeah, definitely something I'm pretty proud of because I think now – I. I kind of had their like ceiling. It's like a wild card team or something. I think that's exactly right where they are right now. So definitely I'm proud of this one. I, I'll spot on with this one for sure. But uh, one of the only few spot on ones, we'll get to the bad ones, but I, I, I'll take a dump with this one. Yeah. We'll keep rolling for our good takes. Um, Jose, I mean, obviously your good take this offseason has just been about the Cowboys being well, but uh Obviously, shout out to you. Uh, I, I did bash them in one of my articles. Yeah, he was going to do that regardless, man. He was going to do that regardless. But, yeah, uh, <laughs> what's one of your I, – I, I knew Carson had the Carolina when I just watched it, but what's one of yours that you thought really stood out uh, in terms of your um, great takes? Yeah, I my best take, I think, was I, I believed in TJ Hawkinson. I had him as my tight end three right behind um, Kelsey and Waller, which now looking back is like, you know, that's – who else are you putting at that spot? Um, and I also had, right now. Yeah, not yeah, I, uh, I also had Noah Fant as my tight end nine, which he's been really good. And I, I didn't have Andrews in the top ten. So I mean, we've seen how he has struggled. I, I think he might still be top ten. He might be like nine or something. Let me let me double check what position he's at. But he's not been great. Mm -hmm. He might still be top ten, maybe. Just because, just because tight ends are so ass. Yeah, yeah. He's not, he's ninth. But still, close enough. Yeah. 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 yeah um, best take. Yeah. So then, just moving forward, um, I think my best take was in our NBA awards predictions. I went correct on every single pick uh, in terms yeah. of the awards, besides the uh, the championship none of us even had uh the bucks on our radar which was crazy to think um yeah. but then again i mean like that was really easy just kind of nailing those teams down i mean those players down like jordan clarkson seemed like kind of a favorite to win um his position on and so forth but um now i think it's time we hop into the worst takes uh <laughs> there have been a lot there have been a pretty decent amount uh or really just ones that just stand out a lot um Carson, I'll hand it off to you. Uh, what was one that really stood out to yourself? Yeah, well, uh, one, I mean, we already talked about the Cowboys, but, uh, you know, Jose hit it right. I hit it completely wrong. Um, in our 
our uh, draft recap. It was a Sunday talk and a draft recap. Here's what I wrote about the Cowboys or said about the Cowboys. Um, love, like I love Parsons, but they actually have decent LBs. I had them as a loser and Parsons, you know, he might end up being the defensive, you know, rookie of the year, honestly. Parsons is balling out. And then I said that they lost because they did not get their shutdown corner. Well, it turns out they already had their shutdown corner. It's Diggs. Trayvon Diggs with already what five interceptions in four games. They yeah. they had their shutdown corner. So so definitely a massive L, you know, putting the Cowboys as a draft loser, even though Parsons is balling out and they might they have the best corner in the league right now. Like as of today, like he's playing the best so far. So definitely uh definitely a cold, a freezing, freezing cold take. Yeah. Shout out the boys, man. Shout out the boys. Liam, I think you're muted. Check your button. Check your button. On the mic. The button on the mic. Oh, sorry. I was going to say, I, I think I still got the worst take here so far, but I'll let Jose talk uh, first. Um, yeah, this one was a couple weeks ago. We were doing our betting preview. I said, take the under on the Jags and Texans game. The Jags are going to run all over the Texans. Uh, and I think the the – it was set at 44. I said, take the under. Uh, and the final score was 37 to 21. So, <laughs> not good. But who could have predicted that Texans win? I mean, they've been dog shit ever since that game. Um, but so have the Jags. Exactly. Exactly. Not Both teams aren't really particularly good. Um, also, I want to shout out, before I get into my horrendous take, um, one really good take was that Jose and I, I mean – we went back and forth on who we thought would be and uh, one of our best perform our best performing video on the channel uh, in the last 365 days was our MLB uh, MVP race video that Jose and I did. Uh, we both took our stances on either Vladimir Guerrero Jr. or Otani. And this was only the halfway point of the season. Uh, we did mention some guys that we thought would come up, but we really just thought it was kind of clear cut that it would be those two guys. And it seems to be that today. Um, I think Otani will walk away at the reward, but Vladimir Guerrero did end up being uh, pretty much hotter uh, towards the end of the season. But my worst take. Crown. You did ask called the triple crown. I, I called it. And it was close to it, which is pretty crazy to see that far out. But now my, my worst take has to be, uh, despite taking him as my quarterback one in fantasy this year, uh, I called Kyler Murray would not be a top 10 quarterback in fantasy. And uh, I'll flash a clip on the screen of me defending him. He's there. Kyler Murray, I have that – Lamar Jackson sort of second year feel with him. I feel like he's way too dependent on Hopkins at times. And especially when he gets to go against, you know, Jalen Ramsey two times a year. I mean, Christian Kirk, like, you know, he's still been flaky. He's been in the league for a couple of years and he still gives me concerns. And I don't like the coaching. I think Cliff Kingsbury's on the hot seat next year. Um, I have my two, my cousins, I mean, my cousins, they're really big Cardinals fans and they watch the games a lot. And he tends to make a lot of questionable play calls. I've heard that from a lot of other people though. So that was the reason why, I mean, it kind of was stupid. He probably should at least be like number nine on my list, but Man, you don't have him in the top 10, bro. I know. I, it's just a feeling I have. We'll get, when we get towards the off season and we begin to see what happens, that's How when I'll make my they forget this man was the number one front runner for MVP. He was QB one. Like, like seven weeks, eight weeks into the season, he was our MVP front runner. Yeah. And then, but yeah, that, that, that'd been my worst one yet. Um, given that he's quarterback two right now, seems to be having the league on fire with the 4-0 Cardinals. 
can't get much worse than that. But um, we'll go we'll go back to the good takes. Um, Aussie Carson, we mentioned about your Panthers take. Uh, what was another one uh, that stood out to you uh, throughout these year, throughout the year? Uh, yeah, so um, I'm looking at my uh, my fantasy article I did. It's on our, our website, and uh, not a lot of great you know picks on here. We're gonna get to that when we come back to the bad picks. But there was one that I wrote about. I I wrote Nick Chubb and Kareem Hunt, uh, both being you know some of my guys at running back, and Chubb is currently uh, the 13th highest scoring running back, and Kareem Hunt is the eighth highest scoring running back. So you know definitely. Uh, if you have both of them, you have two top, you know, 13 running backs right now. Uh, pretty proud of that one. But, yeah, we'll, we'll, get, to the, we'll get to the rest of the list uh, later because the rest of it uh, uh, isn't looking too hot. But I'm proud to say that I, I was correct on shoving hot and they've been balling so far. Yeah. The unfortunate thing is all my really good article takes came a long time ago, in like 2017, when I predicted Jokic to have like an all-NBA type season just before he won his MVP. I think I had an hey, MVP that's take big time, though. That was, like, way far back. But we're not going to count that. That was not within the era. But, uh, Jose, what's another good take of yours uh, you want to share? Um, during our scheduled preview video, we were predicting who uh, when the rookie QBs were about to start. And I was the only one that had Justin Fields. Well, I had him the earliest of anyone. I had him as week two against the Bengals. And although he technically didn't start, he did. Uh, that was the first game that he came in and took over uh, for Dalton. Um, so I'm, I'm counting that as a dub. I'm counting that as a dub. We'll give it a dub because uh, we're all wrong on most of those takes. I think Trey Lance, we had a week 11. He's going to be starting this week uh, as of right now from what it seems to be. And, uh, yeah, Fields, uh, despite the rumors coming out that Dalton was quarterback one, it just got confirmed that he will be quarterback one throughout the rest of the season um yeah so we're, we're looking at good takes here um one that i guessed uh in i believe it was our first ever sunday talk uh we, we got a flood full of questions uh justin asked me uh who would i think the niners would take third overall and this was when mac jones was extremely heavily rumored there and fields was in the talks and i said hey the niners are never going to do what you expect them to do uh, i've learned that long enough by watching the draft, Solomon Thomas and all these other random players. I said they're taking Trey Lance third overall. And I think that was correct because they did take Trey Lance third overall. So um, now uh, time to move in to some of our worst takes. Um, yeah, again, from that same Sunday talk, uh, Chase asked us what free agent signing is going to have the biggest impact on their new team. Uh, I said Patrick Peterson signing with the Vikings would be a great one, bringing that veteran leadership there for that secondary. Uh, unfortunately, and just his play in general, I was high on him, thinking a new start. Uh, currently right now, PFF grades him at a 58.8, uh, which is far from the top of the league and far from what he's been. But, you know, maybe it's too soon to call. I think he can still come around and um, at least bring up this team. Uh, they've, you know, they've, I think they're 2-2 two and two right now. Uh, just coming off a tough loss against the Cleveland Browns, but they were able to beat Seattle. Um, so, yeah, we'll see where it goes from there. But, Carson, what's another one of your, your steaming hot takes that did not go so well? Uh, yeah, so I'm going to go back to that article, that aforementioned article. Um, you know, besides 
Davis and uh, or excuse me, uh, Chubb and Hunt. I had Mike Davis on there. I'm just gonna go. I'm just gonna rapid fire these guys. I had Mike Davis on there. He's running back 29. Um, I have Lamar and Herbert, who you know are are still good, but they're they're both you know Jackson's 10 and Herbert's 14 right now. Uh, I had Tua, which uh, is looking absolutely terrible right now. Um, I have Travis Etienne. I had two two players that I really jinxed. I had Travis Etienne and Irv Smith Jr., two guys that both uh, tore their ACLs like, you know, like a week or two after I published it. Um, so that I'm sorry to those guys. You know, I'm sorry. Bad juju. Uh, Adam Trotman, who um, I don't even know. Hold on. Let's see how many points Adam Trotman has. Over Jawan Johnson's outplayed him at tight end. I can tell you that. Yeah, yeah he's uh, <laughs> he's tight end 60. Uh, he <laughs> has like, I think, let's see, 4.8. Mm, has, has, has like six something, six points all season. Uh, that's pretty bad. Um, and then Robbie Anderson, who is uh, currently uh, wide receiver 70. So, you know, unless you got him as the 70th wide receiver in your draft, that's looking pretty bad. So, um, and then Gibson, um, he, he was my top guy. Um, and he's RB 17 right now. So, you know, considering I had him as my top guy, I was really, really high on him. And uh, he's only RB17. So, yeah, uh, maybe next year uh, you guys want to hedge my article because the article, will, it, it's not discontinuing. It, it's staying. But, like, maybe hedge it because the rest of it is not looking too too good. <laughs> yeah. Jose, what you got up? So, I had Allen Robinson as my ninth best receiver. I'm just trying to see how many points he's got up. He's currently wide receiver 60, uh, <laughs> averaging eight, eight and a half points, has topped double digits once in a game where he got two receptions for 24 yards and a touchdown. Not hot, even too good right now. Yeah. Nope. Not sure. I don't, even start him. I don't even want to start him at this point. Yeah, it's tragic. Um, but no, we'll move in again, doing some more good takes. The one I want to talk about, our group good take, is all of us said JOK was a steal in the draft. Um, saying, you know, people had their questions about him. Would he be able to succeed, you know, with a skinny frame despite winning, you know, awards in college being decorated? Would he still be able to succeed? He ranks, I believe, as one of the top PFF linebackers. I believe Jose mentioned he was the number one PFF linebacker uh, the other day. But, you know, one of the best rookies this season, probably just shy of Jamar Chase into what his production's been. But good for us. But going into our good takes, going back to that wide receiver video, um, I actually had McLaurin and DJ Moore in my top 10. Uh, neither of you guys had any of them on your list. It looks like at this point they could, they could very well finish in that range. Uh, Moore obviously has been great with Donald this year. Seems like Robbie Anderson's been out of that equation. And um, also a guy that we were high on as well was DJ Moore. But uh, McLaurin as well. I've been riding McLaurin uh, for a long time. I think he's got ridiculous amount of talent, you know, up there. I think he's closer to DK than people think. But, uh, yeah, that was another one of my takes. Uh, Carson, do you have another good take to go to? Yeah, yeah, I'm gonna go to our yeah our way too early uh, ranks as well. Um, James Robinson, who uh, I didn't mention, but he was also he was on the list 
uh, that I made for my guys for fantasy football this year uh, with ETN. And I ranked him in our way too early at number nine. Uh, and he's currently sitting at number nine. So, so far, so good. It's looking good for James Robinson. Um, and hopefully he can stay stay right there at nine. That would be fantastic at the end of the season there. That looked pretty solid. Mm-hmm. Jose, another good one? One of my biggest takes uh, this season, actually, that I'm riding with till the end of the season. I said it when when the draft after the draft recap. I said Jamar Chase was better than Justin Jefferson in college. Like he was the guy that he was Joe Burrow's guy. Like, and we saw how good Justin Jefferson was. I predicted Jamar Chase was going to be in a wide receiver one this season. Currently, wide receiver twelve, uh, averaging almost eighteen points. So I would say right now he's a wide receiver one on your fantasy team. One hundred percent. He's been balling. Um, what was I just looking at? Oh, yeah. Um, oh, where was this? So, yeah, uh, one of our one of my more favorite episodes, uh, was actually our first mock draft for fantasy. And, uh, before we get into the bad ones, uh, one one that Carson walked away with, uh, Robert Woods was off the board at that point. And I'll show the video, but Carson, I believe, got kicked out of the lobby as he was saying it. He said. He was going to take Cooper Cup, that he was believing in Cooper Cup was going to have a good season. And uh, it seems like it's aged well. He was able to snag him in our draft, and uh, I punched a couple holes in the walls. Uh, not really, but I would love to. I really, because- I'm going to be honest. I took him as a consolation prize for not getting Woods because I knew, like, it, one at least one of them, if not both of them, were going to be really, really good. But, like, I, I thought Woods was actually going to be, like, you know, the guy. But instead it was Cup. It was, you know – I just got lucky. and I was like, oh, Woods is not on the board. I'll go with Cup. And then now Cup's like, you guys heard his nickname, White Rice? What? <laughs> I heard, I forgot where I heard that, but it's White you know, Jerry Rice. Now he's White yeah. Rice. Oh, mm-hmm. how hilarious is that? Yeah. <laughs> no. Rice. But no, I'll get into another one of our bad takes. Uh, this was one that, and I believe it was in our season preview that Jose and I were going on. And Carson was calling us out for it. Uh, believe Jose said the Raiders wouldn't win more than four games, and I said they would go winless because I was so determined that this team was bad. Uh, it looks like at this point that's not aging too well. They're three and one after losing against the Chargers. Uh, still one of the best teams in the league right now. But you know, I was bashing them. I was like, this offensive line's trash. Um, they got no weapons. But I mean, Hunter Renfro looks like he can play strong safety and he can play wide receiver at the same time. Uh, that pass rush seems like it's finally something in Yannick and Gakwe, but I'll, I'll bite the bullet on that one. I, I, I still don't think they're going to be a good team this year by the end of it. I think eight and nine is really their ceiling, in my opinion. But Carson, but you have another defense, like what really, uh, sorry, what like yeah. what really like made them look like they like there was no expectation for them. Like this is always a complete surprise. I mean, uh, we all did bash the Alex Leatherwood pick, and he, he uh, has had a lot of penalties since I've watched them play. So I'll, I'll ride with that one. But Carson, yeah. uh, do you have another take you want to rock with? I do. I do. Um, so I'm going to the basketball. This was our NBA first half check-in, and we had a segment, uh, most surprising players, good or bad. And in my bad section, I had – a little dude named Trey Young and my four points. Let me read you my four points I have on my, I don't know. I'm pretty sure I most likely said all these, but my four points, I have my notes. A, 
not a winning player. Uh, shut that down. What made it all the way? What a game! What game? Two games from the two games from the NBA Finals. Uh, he was down in points. Uh, chemistry issues with team and a newly fired head coach. The chemistry seems fine now. He's throwing, you know, off the glass alley oops to John Collins. The chemistry seems fine now, and the league turned on him, which. I guess it's kind of now he's like kind of like the villain, but now I think everyone really like the league realizes like this guy's legit, even though his play style might be a little annoying. This dude's legit. He is, you know, the superstar villain that we've all really been wanting. Um, and he most certainly has proven me wrong as a winning player. Cause I mean, now, you know, they got a taste of it. I fully expect them to, you know, maybe even do better in the coming years and, and make a final trip, you know, within the next, you know, two, three, four years. So yeah, <laughs> to be fair, this was at the half. And he, they were playing very bad, but he completely – he must have watched it or something. It must be using this as motivation. I'm sure he was watching um, and absolutely destroyed my uh, my freezing cold take because, yeah, he is most certainly a winning player. Indeed, indeed. Um, Jose, any other one? My final terrible take. This was during our NFL or game of the year predictions – this game just happened. Like, do you guys have any idea what which it, one? Jaguars, Bengals. No, 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 no. no. <laughs> no, no, no. Like, it, it was it's week it was four. A game I predicted, yeah, during week four that I predicted would be NFL game of the year. Oh, was it Vikings Browns? No, Bucks. Uh, Bucks Patriots. Yep, Patriots. Yeah. Bucks. It wasn't that bad no, of a game, but it like it wasn't that bad. But like also, like I mean, come on, it's, it yeah, it's Brady going back, yeah. But like even even though it was you know the huge storylines with Brady going back, I just feel like it wasn't really fun to watch. No, it it was a boring game. You did have Chiefs. I'm looking at um, the notes right now. You did have Chiefs Ravens week two, which I think was a, a one a, definitely will be a contender. That was a really good game. Yeah, that was a really good game. I have Sunday Night Football Week Five like coming up, Bills Chiefs. So hopefully that one hits. Hopefully that's a banger. Yeah, um, I believe mine were. I think I had Chargers Chiefs, which actually, yeah, that game already happened. I think it was a primetime version of that one. Um, yeah, you have the Thursday Night Football one. I'm looking at notes, and then you also have Week Nine Titans Rams. Yeah, uh, if they can be healthy, maybe the Titans will be good. Uh, otherwise, yeah. they'll be. Um, I got to do one more of my bad takes. Um, we did our all uh, all NFL overrated team, and my two wide receivers have seemed to have watched – I looked at that graphic and said, F you. Uh, I put Corey Davis and Mike Williams. Obviously, Mike Williams shit the literal bed uh, on that uh, from Monday night game, but those two guys, Corey Davis just had an 100-yard and a touchdown game in his revenge game against the Titans, um, and Mike Williams – uh, honestly, it looks like he's going to be that deep threat that they've been looking for. Um, but yeah, I mean, not 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 a great take. Um, yeah, uh, do we have any other ones uh, that we want to talk about, Carson? Uh, you were just asking yeah. about one. <laughs> yeah, I got one more. Um, my number one, uh, my number one quarterback in the way too early was uh, Deshaun Watson, and uh, yeah, that let's just say that's not looking great right now. Yeah, exactly. I also had Matt Ryan yeah. as number eight in my list. So, um, not, not looking good either. Hey, but I would look at our mock draft 2.0, which we did between uh, us three and Chan. We actually were pretty oh, yeah. accurate. 
the top three picks, we got all of them right. Uh, Jose got Panay Sewell to the Lions. Um, looking further more at it. Um, Did I mean, also get Devontae Smith? Devontae yeah. Smith. Uh, yes, you got – no, Chan got Devontae Smith to the Eagles. Oh, okay. uh, we did get the Patriots trading up with the Cowboys for Mac Jones, but Mac Jones ended up falling to 15. Uh, so still, you know, I'll say we kind of hit on that one. Um, yeah. Furthermore, looking at this, I know in the first one, Carson drafted J.C. Horn like 29th overall. We let J.C. slip all the way, which uh, <laughs> did not end up looking the greatest. Uh, no, I ended yeah. up uh, taking J.C. Horn – 15th we do have the dolphins taking jalen waddle at 18 in this mock draft i mean obviously uh, he went a lot higher than that uh but at six but still um anything else that stands out on this one uh we were, oh, we were I, high on- I took uh i took walker little for the raiders which and stretch jackson yeah. carmen was chance picked the one before that and it was basically in between those two it was leatherwood so yeah, um, I, I picked a, a very, like, a an over, like, a, a a lineman that got picked way too early for the Raiders. So, I'll, I'll yeah. take that as a, a very minimal dub. And then, I mean, we hit the Najee pick. Like, who wasn't going to hit that pick? Um, we yeah. were high on Jason Oweya. He ended – he ends up looking like one of the best rookie edge rushers. We had Terrace Marshall Jr. as a first-round pick. We had Rondell Moore as a first-round pick. <laughs> Um, Aussie, they may not have, I mean, we had Jalen Phelps going 30, which doesn't look good, but I mean, he hasn't been particularly amazing to begin the season, but, um, no, we did not do too bad on that draft, but Hey, we one year down plenty more content to come a lot more hot takes. We're not, we're not scared. I already have my hot take going right now that I'm going to tattoo of, I love the saints on my forehead. If they win 14 games, I think I'm safe at this point, unless they have, one of the craziest <laughs> runs in NFL Still history. Possible. They could win out. Yeah, they could win they out. They could win out. <laughs> if they went out, holy shit. I'll, I'll get it as a tramp stamp. God. Um, yeah, I think you're no, safe, though. You should feel pretty solid. Yeah. Otherwise, <laughs> this has been Coast to Coast Podcast. Again, thank you so much for all your support. Signing out. We appreciate everyone. Peace.